Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio, live right here at ddpradio.com. I'm going to skip my usual diatribe because we have a lot to get to tonight, so I'm going to cut the BS, but before I do, I just want to... uh, I, oh, shoot. I just told her I wasn't going to announce her birthday on the air, but I, I forgot. So I'm not going to say what birthday, but Crystal Stewart, happy birthday. I didn't, Thank I didn't mean you. to do so. I just, I just <laughs> I don't think. Ask my wife. Um, oh. So we'll, we'll put that there and just leave that out there. Happy birthday to Crystal. And uh, I think I have our guests on the line because I screwed up and can't see the numbers right now. So I'm just going to introduce you guys, and uh, you guys can check in if you're here. Uh, of course, you guys know her. She's uh, our quarterly correspondent here for DP uh, Radio. She is a nutritionist. She's got all kinds of certifications, specialism, uh, specializations, nancyguberte.com, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere there's communication. You can find her, and she's an amazing resource that we are so uh, lucky to have here on DDP Radio. Uh, without any further ado, Nancy Guberte, how are you? Great, thank you, and happy birthday, Crystal. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> and um, I, I'm not sure, I think we have uh, Stacy on the line, too. You guys know her as the longtime co-host and for always co-host of DDP Radio in our hearts. Um, I've known Stacy for so long, and she is such a, a positive force for good in this world. Uh, clean comfort, uh, 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 all of those cookbooks have basically gotten through my lifestyle shift. And uh, I just got uh, emailed a new recipe from her last week, and she always comes bearing the good stuff. So without any uh, further ado, uh, Stacy Morris, how are you? Hey, I'm great. I'm great, and it's great to be back. And happy birthday, Crystal. I didn't know. Stop. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> See, this is how little I pay attention. I said, I, she said, don't tell anybody. And I said, oh, I won't tell anyone it's your birthday. I'm sorry about that. And my mouth, I didn't even mean to. My mouth just moves faster than my brain thinks. <laughs> so I apologize. Um, but uh, one awesome thing that we get to do in this show is, is uh, have a, a conversation about a lot of uh, different nutrition and uh, health uh, and lifestyle, and uh, the, the reason we bring on Stacy and Nancy at the same time is because they are so great at bouncing off each other. They're both very well versed in the uh, the terminology and 
and all the the newest and, and the greatest stuff with the health trends. And um, so what I like to do at the first start of the show is pass it off to Stacy because she's the person that gets this party started. So without any further ado, Stacy, uh, what you guys got on the agenda tonight? Well, we were we were talking. I mean, obviously, in terms of the calendar, we're right in the middle of summer, and so much of the country has been really under this crippling heat wave. And um, who knows when it'll let up. So we thought Nancy and I were kicking around some ideas, and we're we're going to go with some topics that are along the lines of how to navigate this in a healthy way. Um, busting a few myths about uh, water consumption and how much fruit to eat and and maybe even a little intermittent fasting info because I think this time of year it kind of lends itself to fasting because people aren't as hungry and they decide to, you know, become a little more austere. Uh, and Nancy has, has great info on that, uh, on all those topics. So, and also, I just wanted to mention her website, uh, nancyguberti.com, has a lot of great info, as well as her social media links, uh, links to her book. She's got a wonderful book that has 365 pages for every day of the year with a little encouraging health tip, and it's really great. I have it on my desk in my office, and it doesn't leave. I find it really valuable. So, Nancy, um, where would you like to start with this this hot, cloying summer we've had? We were talking this morning about water, and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's definitely probably the best thing we can drink, but there is such a thing, right, as too much water. Exactly. So I think that's a great way to kick this off because we've been in such a heat wave and, you know, what do people do, right? So what I see is for most times people don't drink enough water, right? But then there's the extreme where people want to drink gallons or a gallon and a half of water and that's not good either. So I think we should discuss both extremes and then how one can find balance within themselves. And, you know, we discussed this earlier today saying, and this this applies to how much protein someone should eat, how much water someone should drink. It's very individualized. If you were to say, well, this is how much water everybody should drink, we're going to not hit the mark because men and women may need different requirements. One's exercise um, level will demand more. Also, if someone works indoors or outdoors, is going to require um, more or less of hydration as well. So if we look at what's too little water, if you ever find yourself thirsty, that means you are already dehydrated. If your skin is dry or if you pull the top of the skin on your hand and it doesn't go back, and it takes a while, that means you're, you don't have enough water in your body. If you, if you, the body gives you signals. So if you look at the clearness of your urine, that is so easy to tell if you're hydrated or dehydrated. First morning urine is the most concentrated. It's going to be the darkest. 
after that, throughout the day, your urine should be as clear as water if you are hydrated. Now, the only caveat is if you're taking a B-complex, your urine usually turns a neon color uh, yellow. But if you're not and your urine is not clear as water, you know you need to drink more. So I would just do a mental check of how, much, you know, how many glasses of water or bottles of water are you drinking? What is your activity level? Do you, um, how is your skin and your hair and your nails? They, they shouldn't be dry and brittle. Um, as well as if you experience headaches because dehydration can lead to headaches. And, the you know, no one ever wants to talk about the end of digestion, which is elimination. So if that's a problem, that could also be dehydration. On the other side, if you are having too much water, and especially if you've come in from a hot day and you've done a lot of exercising, if you're drinking water really, really fast and you're drinking, you know, an excessive amount over 70 ounces at one time, you can get, um, you can actually put your kidneys into shock and you will definitely deplete whatever electrolytes you have in your body. So I would say you want to find your sweet spot of hydration and we talked about this, about being mindful. You have to know your body, and you have, to, you have to look at the clues and the signs the body is giving you. And only you could determine that right amount of fluid that you need during each circumstance. So I, I would just, you know, be conscious of it. And if you are dehydrated, add one glass at a time. Don't go from you know, needing to add one additional glass to 10 additional glasses. It's too much for your body. Go slow and gradual. Yeah, I don't know if you saw in the news a couple of weeks ago, a little boy was hospitalized and made national news because he drank too much water and he mm-hmm. got that type of poisoning. I mean, he was, and he was down for the count. So it really can be harmful if you overdo it and, I used to do that formula that's out there in the fitness world where you take your weight, uh, divide it by two, and that's the number of ounces you, you supposedly should drink. And I didn't feel good drinking mm-hmm. that much water. It's just something uh, my body was like, this is too much, something's off. I never got to that level of poisoning, but I didn't feel, um, I just didn't feel good. You know, I could almost feel like some of the nutrients were being flushed away with too much water, and I think that can happen. Well, it, it yeah. definitely we, can. Uh, we used to... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Nancy, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. Oh, I'd love I to was, hear no, life I was, experiences, I was just saying, you know? <laughs> when we... Um, when we, uh, we um, uh, I, work, I worked in radio for many, many years, and, and back in the day, you know, there was a big directive that came down after uh, there was a radio stunt in one of our markets that, you know, who could drink the most uh, um, uh, water in the amount of time without, you know, urinating. And ah. there was a woman who died doing that concert. It was a big thing for, for in corporate. We couldn't do contests like that anymore. But you think of water as being so yeah. innocuous. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you think of uh, mm-hmm. water being just like, you know, nothing. And some, I mean, I didn't even know that you could overdose on water until that happened either. So it's not like something that's widely out there. Yeah, because you, you're throwing off your sodium levels, 
so quickly. You know, the body, yeah. um, the body is really fascinating and so complex. And I, you know, I think that it's really good to understand that anything, you know, in moderation, and then when you overdo anything, it has a negative consequence. It really does. So for the too much water, it's going to throw off your electrolytes. It puts your, it taxes your kidneys, and it can actually lead to seizures and brain damage if you throw off it very fast and very much. And then on the other side, if you're very dehydrated, you know, all of our, every part of our body, including our bones, needs water. So that's where we have to have this delicate balance of everything we do and, and being mindful. And, and like Stacy, you felt you were off. Right, so it could have been the mm-hmm. sodium that was getting too low for you, and we know for a fact when that happens, it affects our adrenal system and other systems as well. So this is something we all need to be aware of. Yeah. You know, and, and it. Sorry. Go ahead, birthday girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I used to I used to work with someone who. You know, he was he was a busy body, but to make a long story short, he always used to, you would never see him without a cup of coffee. And we always used to say to him, oh, would you like, like some water <laughs> maybe? Because we knew how important water is, but he always said, oh, it's okay because my coffee is made with water. That doesn't fly, right? No. Yeah, because no. the problem with caffeine, if it was caffeinated, um, caffeine also, so you have to also look at what you're having, right? So caffeine right. Um, dehydrates the body. So it acts like a diuretic as well. And it can cause mild uh, to moderate dehydration. So they say for every right. cup of coffee, you should have a glass of water. Same thing with alcohol. Alcohol also has the same effect. So, yeah, people just think mm-hmm. that it's made with water, I'm getting water, but they don't realize the coffee, the chemical of the coffee is actually dehydrating them. I think it's really important to clarify this conversation, too, that a glass of water is what, are you saying, eight ounces? So we're not Typically, talking uh, like... yeah. We're not talking a big gulp of water. Right. We're talking like ounces. a big gulp cup, right? We're talking eight ounces. We're not right. talking four. We're not talking, you know, something ginormous. It's only eight ounces. Um, so another question I have for you, Nancy, is um, would shaved ice, like how does ice come into play? Would that still be classified because it's frozen water so is it still classified as water count for the day i mean but the shaved ice you know how much does that turn you know how much shaved ice is one having right you know because i I don't know look at how much shaved ice is the volume of the ice 
is usually much less than if it were water. Right. Right. She's so in Canada. That's, that's their check. greatest national export. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, thing, that would be interesting. <laughs> one thing that it comes to mind, and it's really gotten more prolific the last few years, are all these enhancements that some companies oh, yeah. uh, do for their their water and. And I know oh. some of them are probably okay, you know, the electrolytes, the smart water. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I sometimes do electrolytes, especially in the summer, and I'll do a little potassium powder. Um, mm-hmm. Now Brands makes that. And sometimes and when it's real oppressive and hot, I'll do coconut water, mm-hmm. um, organic coconut water, because that has a, a little bit of something besides just, you know, what the water brings. What's your take on, on enhancements to water, and how can we get, at this time of year, how can we get sufficient electrolytes, and which, which are the good ones, you know, in terms of the right. companies? Okay, that's a great question. So many of, you know, I'll just go right to Gatorade, right? So if you look at the ingredients for a company like a Gatorade or a Monster 8 or whatever other crazy stuff that there is out there, and you start to see all sugars, you know, sucrose, fructose, you know, sugar, 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 uh, you know, what the body really needs as far as the electrolytes. Um, there's a few that are really important. And you mentioned there's potassium. So potassium is an electrolyte that is vital for cardiovascular health, right? And it's, it's important to know that, when you drink soda or sugary drinks, even as a Gatorade, because it has all sugar, 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 it actually depletes potassium. So um, potassium is something that we need, and when we have low levels of potassium, we will get leg cramps and we will feel low energy levels. So if you're looking for an electrolyte, you want to make sure it has potassium. The second thing an electrolyte should have is magnesium because magnesium yeah. helps with body temperature regulation. Magnesium is an essential mineral for staying healthy because it's required for more than 300 biochemical reactions in the body. So, like, magnesium should be a friend of yours. You could actually, they, they sell magnesium, potassium um, supplements together. But if you're looking for electrolytes, what I would look for are things that have enough magnesium and potassium in the electrolyte. I haven't really found any... Um, pre-made ones that are good because they either have too little of what we're looking for and too much sugar. There is a company that comes in a powder. There are several companies. There is now that has their – there's this company called LMNT, which um, come in a lot of flavors. I know of it because a lot of runners drink it, um, and it's it's very um, pure, and all the ingredients are good, and it has lovely flavors like watermelon and orange and raspberry. There's unflavored. There's mango chili, lemon, and there's grapefruit. There's all you know. You can find whatever you want, but what it has is it has your sodium, 
So it'll have like a thousand milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and then 60 milligrams of magnesium. Lots of time the electrolytes have so much magnesium that people end up getting um, stomach aches and loose stools. So it has to be a good balance and it has to taste good. So that's also you want to be um, looking at it, it, does something bother you when you take it and does it affect your, you know, um, digestion? Does it make you feel better or worse when you take it? But having electrolytes during heat waves like this, if you're going walking, running, doing anything outdoors, you, d- you should have some electrolytes with you because it will, you're going to be sweating. And the more you sweat, especially when it's during this time and humid, you don't realize how much your body needs it. And then you just find yourself absolutely exhausted. If you want to look for foods that provide electrolytes, you know, there are foods like spinach, kale, avocados, um, broccoli, um, even almonds have a little, but strawberries, watermelon, oranges, uh, tomatoes, um, and then as far as the meats, turkey and chicken and veal, raisins, olives, you know, those type of things. But, you know, usually you're not, you don't have that with you when you're outdoors, and you'd have to really eat a lot of it. So I would definitely look for getting some electrolyte mix that you like and make sure it has the sodium because you need to replenish that. Make sure it has the potassium and the magnesium. At the, that should be the least ones. You know, you're hearing that. I'm not mentioning it needs sugar, you know. You really do right. need the electrolytes. You don't need the sugar. Yeah, definitely not. Or the food coloring. And, oh, um, and I think it it, there, there's yeah. a lot of that out there. But it, it's also yeah. important to note that there are several different types of magnesium. And the yeah. one that I think is often can have a, have a laxative effect is the magnesium citrate. Yeah. So you just want to just watch for that, see what kind it is. You can order, you know, on wherever you get your supplements from, different strains of it and they they all have a different function but i've i've really been taking magnesium different kinds now for about a year and it's really made a difference i i don't get the migraines that i used to and i just feel an you know overall sense of better balance and it's it's hard like you said it's hard to get enough from food so it is i would really recommend that uh if someone's feels that's something that they could use. Forget about the pink drinks and the red drinks, you know. Just go right yeah. to the source and, and just feed yourself like pure magnesium. It's funny, too, because I came from the generation where they convinced us that Gatorade and any kind of the fruit juice ones were the healthy ones. Like, you know, uh, Tropicana exactly. or like Gatorade. It's like, oh, they're not soda, so they're healthy. That was basically right. where we came yeah. from. But how do you trust tap water? Like if you're out and about, you're trying to stay healthy, you're trying to stay hydrated, and, you know, sometimes there are limited amounts. Growing up, we didn't think anything of it. Like it wasn't even a question. You just grabbed a cup from the sink. Nowadays, I feel like everything needs a filtration system or something to even be able to drink it. Yeah, well, I would highly recommend 
you know, again, things have changed, right? Things have changed in a big way since childhood and now. And there's the whole PFAS, which is the forever chemical, which there was that great documentary that showed how people in a certain town all the animals died, but the people all got cancer. And um, it was horrific. And it was because of a company dumping their chemicals into the water, which would end up being their drinking water. And um, now, here I, I got an email today saying PFAS is so prominent in the tap water across the United States. So if you ever want to see the documentary, it's um, it, it's the dark water that explains about um, the, the, how PFAS is there. So that's really mm-hmm. bad. And now you definitely want to get a filtration because that can at least get rid of um, – it gets rid of the chlorine. It gets rid of all these. Um, it could get rid of glyphosate. There are now a lot of people, when you, they get filtration, they call the company and say, please send us what you filter out. And glyphosate is one of them, which is really good because many people were finding glyphosate in their water, which that we know is carcinogenic. So then we have PFAS, and PFAS um, we know that Ohio and California and even Michigan have severe PFAS contamination. Um, anytime you live near a military base, that's also going to be problematic. Um, if you're ever near a big chemical giant like DuPont, DuPont is the one that polluted the drinking water with this PFAS. So to answer your question, I personally would not drink the tap water, especially if I was out and about, because you don't even know the pipes, how old they are. Like I know the local schools here changed all their pipes and they put filtration in for the tap water for the kids to replenish their bottles. Um, and at least the water was filtered and they made sure there was not even lead in the pipes anymore, because who knows if the park has you know, a lead pipe. I have no idea how old they are. But I'm more concerned with the PFAS and um, the glyphosate. So that's where it gets to, well, how do we combat all of this? Like, or should we just throw up our hands and give up? And I wouldn't retreat. I would say, you know, what you want to do is look at supplementation that's going to help push toxins out of your body, vitamin C being one of them and N-acetylcysteine being another. The two of those taken together are very powerful. They are not sold together. You buy them separately. And they create something called glutathione, which is the major antioxidant for all these toxins. So if you have toxins coming in, it pushes them out. And it pushes them out for your sweat, your urine, your stool. So that at the least, I would definitely filter the water for sure. And I wouldn't buy the pre-made drinks because they do, like Stacey said, have the dyes. They have artificial coloring. All of that stuff, each little chemical there adds up to a carcinogenic. And then if we add sugar, that's going to throw off our whole body as well. 
so I would look at these elect these natural electrolytes um, and 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 check out the ingredients in the powders. And if you want to look at that L, the one that I mentioned before, that's pretty um, L M N T. It's very pure. So look for things like that. You could look mm -hmm. at that as an example. I, I'm not affiliated with the company whatsoever. I'm just, um, no. it's just, uh, <laughs> I, I research it for my son because he runs marathons and he runs, you know, like 300 miles every month. So I always have to have electrolytes for him. Um, oh, and, and that's a pretty good one. So. Oh, great. It's a great recommendation and a great resource to have somebody you can trust that can actually kind of, because it's daunting. And sometimes when you hear all this stuff, like you think that the only way you can be on top of everything is to be like crazy in your house, counting dust <laughs> particles. And, and like, for, but for somebody who's dealing with that and like, is there a tier of things you should focus on best you can and things that you just like, I don't have enough time in the day to worry about, everything all the time because I think that's yeah. part of the reason people struggle with this is the overwhelming uh, amount of things we got to yeah, look out for. Yeah, I think for. that's the main, and that's a great point, Mike, because I think the main focus is how do we stay in balance and to reach total wellness of mind and body because we could become psychos about this and lose our minds, but you know, and, and then the other way we could, we could bring in everything bad in our body and lose our body, you know? So how do we keep the balance of reaching total wellness, not you know, enjoying and keeping our joy, right? So I would say always come back to center, you know, what's, What's your why? why? Why do you want to be healthy? Why do you want to be healthy physically and mentally? Okay, so now for you, what does that look like? And then you be honest with yourself. You know, am I eating balanced, healthy foods? Um, am I having enough water so I'm not dehydrated or overhydrated? Um, you, you know, am I taking any basic supplementation like I'm assuming most people go for an annual physical and when they get their blood work, you know, get a copy of your blood work. What are important numbers? Well, obviously your sugar is important. So if you have high glucose, you want to lower what you're eating, right? With the sugar and carbs, you want to be in balance. You want to look at your vitamin D levels because that's super important also to stay healthy, your immune system, your mental health. You want to find out vitamin C. That's important. I, I think everyone should be taking that, obviously, before you do anything. Check with your doctor. You, if you feel like you're getting toxins in, add the N-acetylcysteine, right? Magnesium, like Stacy mentioned, it's very, very important. Um, so at least if you have these things, and in the summer you're taking your electrolytes to make sure you're getting potassium, Listen to your body. Are you getting leg cramps? Are you getting trolley horses? That means you don't have enough potassium. Um, you know, are you sleeping? Are you stressed out? Well, everybody has stress. How are you dealing with it? You know, and then are you exercising? Are you walking? You know, and then how are you mentally? Are you getting triggered by things? Do you keep a journal? Do you meditate? How do you turn it off? How do you relax? We all need that. 
if you find yourself listening to the news and not, you know, and wanting to like, you know, <laughs> beat somebody up, well, then obviously you don't listen to the news, you listen to something else. So this is where we have to look at everything, our relationships. I think the most important thing is being mindful of what you do on a daily basis, figuring out what makes you happy, right? You know, not breaking the law, of course, and, and what triggers you and makes you unhappy, and what can you do about all of these things? And I think that when we really come down to it, we figure out what our body needs. And if you take blood work or you do any type of testing, get the results and, and educate yourself. Google what these markers are so you understand you know, you may have a great doctor who explains it to you, but most don't have time. They'll just say it's in range. Well, what does that mean? I mean, I could be in range, but it's 30 to 100 and I'm 31. Well, that's real low range, you know. So I think it's really important that we look at our body as something of interest. And some people are so interested in their hobbies, but they don't know about their body. So I would say that's truly, truly the best way to become your best health advocate. And then you'll know. You'll obviously know. Um, because you might be concerned about not drinking water from the tap, but then you're vaping or you're smoking cigarettes. Right. So well, then we're getting toxins in, you know. So, again, you want to look at your picture of your life and, and where – are you happy and where do you want to change and make improvement if there is any improvement to be made? That's incredible. That really great, sums it up. Great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I, I wanted thought. to, I wanted to address as long as we're on the, still on the summer topic. Uh, and Nancy's always encouraging me to listen to my body, forget about what, trends say or, you know, what doctors say or what the magazines say, listen to your body. So I've, you know, recently, and this is really unusual for me, even in the summer, because normally in the summer I would always eat lots of fruit. It's in season. And I'm finding I just don't respond to it. as It doesn't satisfy me. What I need personally for me and my body is more protein. And I have fruit occasionally when, I, when I'm craving it. Um, and Nancy, you were saying that fruit, you know, on the surface it can seem very good and very nutritious, but like with water, you can overfruit yourself. And I forgot, you gave me an example today of somebody who was eating nothing but yeah. fruit. And what yeah. happened to him? So when we do we do functional medicine testing we do first morning urine test and we check 77 markers and the first 18 markers are all about gut health and then we look we finally get into um oxalates and detoxification and amino acids and all these other things and it's a great lab and i really love the test i've been running over 21 years so there's a pattern when an individual is having too much fruit it ends up feeding candida. It could give signs of IBS, 
irritable bowel syndrome. It could give abdominal pain, bloating, um, uh, goes between, you know, bowel movements are messed up. So there's a combination going on here of high fiber and sugars that cause a lot of different things. If some people who start having fruit in the morning, then they end up wanting more sugary things because it is sugary. So I like to look at fruit more as a treat than as a staple. Quite frankly, the vegetables we're getting more nutrients from, and there's certain fruits like berries that are better than, like a mango is pure sugar. Yeah, it tastes good, but it's very, Mm -hmm. very sugary as opposed to a blueberry, you know. So, again, you want to say, am I getting enough balance and listen to your body? So for safety, you realize that protein, I mean, protein is really good for us, and it keeps our blood sugar level even. When a diabetic has too much sugar and they check their blood right then and there, it's really high. So fruit is a sugar, and and it can feed candida 100%. And it could also cause oxalates. And oxalates, because many fruits are high in oxalates, it's just everything we eat turns into something, like an apple turns into malic acid. And many fruits are high in oxalates, and that causes joint pain and kidney stones. So many people say, oh, fruit, have fruit, have fruit. But if that's all they're yeah. having, it's problematic. Yeah, and, and if you you find yourself not wanting to eat lots of it, that could be your body saying, you know, please don't do that. You know, let's just have it occasionally. But everyone's different. I mean, I'm not saying this yeah. is, is right for everybody, but you, you give yourself permission to, to experiment and and see what works for you. You know, but you don't ha- don't feel like – I used to feel like, oh, I'm not – I'm not doing it right because I'm not eating lots of fruit in summer, you know. And then I just said, right. you know, I'm going to do what I I feel I need to eat, you know. And I don't. I've discovered I don't really want to start the day because I do. I do a little bit of intermittent fasting. I'm not drastic with it, but I usually don't eat until 11 or 12. And when that hour comes around, I'm really hungry, and, I, and my body doesn't want fruit. It wants protein, so. Exactly. That's what I give it, and I feel so much better. Because that works for and me. And you're breaking the fast. So, like, people always ask, oh, how do I break the fast, you know? And, again, that's what you want. You want what works for you. I mean, and I love intermittent fasting. And you don't, you know, and this is also a person has to find their rhythm. So it depends on, you know, do they work the night shift? Do they work really early? It, you know, again, everyone is individualized. But the whole concept that I love about intermittent fasting is it's like a bookend. It's a bookend of when you start eating and when you stop eating for the day. So you start between 11 and 12, right, uh, if that's what your thing is. And then you decide, well, how many hours do I want to eat? If I start at 12, am I going to eat seven or eight hours? And then that means, you know, if it's seven, it's from 12 noon until 7 p.m. You eat within that time frame. What I notice is you, you get, you look forward actually to the meals, um, especially mm-hmm. your first one, and you, 
tend to go for the food that's going to fill you up, like the protein. So, like, I, when I broke my time, this, you know, my, they say when you break your intermittent fasting is really what that means is when you eat the first time for the day. What I like to go for is um, turkey burgers, a little sweet potato. I may have some arugula or string beans or something. That's what I'm having. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy, I'm full, and it sustains me for quite some time until I'm ready to eat again. Now, if I were to have, and some people could do this, but if for me personally, if I were to have a yogurt or a fruit or, a, God forbid, a bagel, you know, I mean, I haven't had mm-hmm. one of those gluten-free or not, I would not feel as energized or as full. So, again, I think we all need to see what works best for us and look who taught us how to eat. Like the whole idea of starting the day with a croissant or a donut was not taught to us by our forefathers. It was probably taught to us by some company or some fast food that was going to make a profit on the way we were eating. So we have been conditioned, and I think that that's why I'm such a big fan of being mindful, because when we're mindful, we're in our mind. <laughs> no one's conditioning yeah. us. So I think yeah. that's the key. But intermittent fasting really does help with several things. I mean, yes, it can help with weight management. I don't put the focus on that. I put the focus on really the amazing benefits, because you're giving your body a break from digestion. Um, lots of people will eat and then go to bed, and they don't realize how bad that is because the, the body is very, it feels very heavy. How is the body supposed to rest and restore and do its housekeeping when it has to deal with breaking down the food in the body? Um, intermittent fasting helps with removing inflammation. It helps with lowering cholesterol. It helps with blood pressure. But it also helps, um, there are studies that show it helps cancer protection because there's, it's like an exfoliation that happens to your cells. There's a higher um, cell. It gets rid of the dead cells, and it, and it helps with the sugar. And so if there's so many benefits to intermittent fasting, if you again mm-hmm. obviously talk to your doctor before you were to try it. If you have low blood pressure, low sugar, any of these things, you always want to um, talk to them before you go. And and I would I would do it you know on a slow basis. You don't have to go all out, but there's great ways to help um, heart health, reduce inflammation, and it repairs the cells. That's what I find the most fascinating, the beneficial. During COVID, many doctors who were on the front lines with this would recommend intermittent fasting because it would get rid of the dead cells and there was such an improvement of cell repair that they recommended anyone um, with COVID and as well as viruses do this intermittent fasting mm-hmm. to help the recovery. 
And and this can't be done if the body's constantly digesting food because that, yeah. that takes up so much energy and and Ugh. and just power in the body. It's a lot. And, and you know, so people and and and, and uh, quite frankly, once you get used to intermittent fasting, it, it you're not suffering. <laughs> it's not a it's like I don't believe in any of these like fasting, don't eat, just, you know, have like celery juice for three days or whatever. It's not, it's not sustainable. And plus it's not fun. Whereas this is, you are going to eat. It's just that you're eating within a time frame. I mean, imagine if you weren't able to, you know, if you're away and you don't have access to a kitchen and you have to eat when a restaurant is open and they're open during a certain amount of hours. Well, that's it. The place closes and you hopefully mm-hmm. ate during that time. It's the same thing here. It's, it's, it's sustainable, but you're getting so many health benefits and um, it really helps digestion. If people have indigestion or reflux or anything like that, this is something they should definitely um, explore because they may solve their other problems with it as well. Yeah, I if you think about it, it's very doable. Yeah, if you think about it too, like we're all intermittent fasting. There's a certain time where we stop eating for the day. It just it seems like just more of a focused attempt instead of just like whenever I'm done. Exactly, exactly, and I and you know we really shouldn't be eating three hours before bed. Typically, we shouldn't be eating. So, I mean, there, there's. So much research that shows that, right? So if we just go into say, okay, I'm going to eat from this time to this time, and then that's it, and you make it around what you know your lifestyle, your work schedule, and everything works, you will see that it's just so much easier because you know that this is my time frame. I'm done. Again, it's just like if a store, a store is not. You know, stores that are not open 24-7, they have an opening time and a closing time. So it really, logically, mm-hmm. you, you could get your – it's nothing foreign to you. You could really um, understand it. And then you could actually see it gives you energy. Again, you do look forward to that meal. You choose your foods carefully. Like you, you do – I always say, ask yourself before you eat something, before you buy something, before you put together your meal plan, what is this food going to do for me? Is it going to give me energy? Is it going to nourish my skin, my hair, my nails? Is it going to put me in a good mood? Or am I going to feel like garbage afterwards? Am I going to have a headache? Am I going to feel sluggish? I mean, you know what works for you. So... Again, I've been on both I've been on both sides of that. And you know what the people who usually can't wrap their heads around how people do that is the people that are aren't doing it because a lot of it is just the intimidation factor because like you said, once you start doing something like that, you feel so good that you're like, I'm not suffering, I'm improving my life. It's only the people that haven't tried it that can't really wrap their heads around it. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, honestly, intermittent fasting is so is second nature. But if you tell me to fast for a day or two, 
and not eat anything, you know, and just have liquids all day, I would be like, that's going to stink, you know? So yeah. I think the word this fast is not that. also. Is, yeah, yeah, I think sure. you don't I even think have the, to Having the word fasting. fasting. Just, you know, yeah, exactly. you could just say, I'm eating in this, this is my time zone. These are my open hours. Exactly. Real quick, um, just to tie this back into the summer thing that we were talking about, I wanted to ask Stacy a question because, you know, Stacy has those amazing cookbooks that her and Chef Bill put together. Um, you know, summertime, we all have those childhood memories of running to the ice cream truck or, you know, cold treats in the summer and it's it's very much tied into summer when i grew up and and now too and Mm -hmm. sometimes people don't realize that they can enjoy those things just as well as as anybody else is there anything like summer cold treats that really refreshes you that you can kind of think of from your uh, experience that somebody might want to try who's looking to get something tasty and a nice treat but not you know kill their diet or kill their health or lifestyle yeah, definitely. Um, I just posted on my Facebook page, um, Sacred Self-Transformation, uh, a recipe for peanut butter and ice cream. And it's made with frozen bananas and peanut butter. And um, you can, if you're allergic or you don't want to use peanut butter, you can use sunflower butter uh, or whatever, whatever works best for you. But it's uh, it, it's a treat, you know. It's frozen fruit basically, with some uh, you know nut flavoring in it. But it's delicious. If you, I I personally like ice cream that's a little soft. So you let it get a little bit you know soft and creamy, and it's just like it's it's so glorious, you know. And um, then there I have a I'll have to look it up and I can post it again. But if you go to stacymorris.com and just do a search for ice cream. You'll find some recipes. I made one year. I made some ice cream um, bars, you know, in a pan. And there's like a gluten-free crust underneath. Uh, and then, if you really want to be a little cleaner, uh, you can make your own sherbet with frozen berries, frozen peaches, whatever. Just you blitz it, and then you put it in a container, let it freeze, or you can do a Popsicle, you know, they have the mold. Those are easy to find. But that's a that's a nice way to, to get a treat. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an overall pretty clean way. And uh, I haven't encountered this, but if you live in a bigger city, I know they have a lot of vegan options for soft serve now, so you don't have to go the dairy route. Um, but there are ways you should definitely, you know, especially if it's like a, a fond childhood memory, you know, you, you should treat yourself now and then. You know, it just never works for me to, to say never again on something that I really enjoy. But um, I, I'm, I modify. I, I do modifications, uh, and I feel a lot better. So those are a few ideas. Um, Check them out on my website or on my Facebook page. Yeah, that that's a great recommendation. Course, that sounds delicious. Yeah, delicious. and of course you can you can do uh, if you want to keep it even cleaner. You can do like a protein smoothie and experiment with flavors. You know, chocolate, strawberry. You can add fruit to it. Um, that's a nice way 
you get a little nutrition and feel like you're having a treat, you know. And I highly, I can't say this enough, uh, I, I recommend if you can do it to invest in a Vitamix because you can make all kinds of really smooth, delicious, you know, hot and cold. Um, as some of you know, I'm not a big, big vegetable lover, but when I can blitz, like tonight I did Brussels sprouts and uh, hot chicken bone broth, and I made it, it was like a cream soup, and all it was was Brussels sprouts and bone broth, and there was no fat in it, and I, I feel like that's the scrub brush that I need, you know, after a day of protein and having fats and things. It's a nice balance, and it's easy, and it actually tastes good. So Vitamix is kind of a magic wand. Uh, they're more expensive. You get what you pay for, but you can do. There are all kinds of payment plans out there now. Uh, it's just it's been a lifesaver for me in terms of healthier eating, and I don't have any affiliation with them. I don't get a kickback, but I highly recommend it. I mean, it just goes to prove that any, sorry, it just goes to prove that anything can be worth the effort and it can be good for you. It doesn't have to be from a convenience store, you know, it can come from your own kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the best way, really. Who's going to, who's going to care more about your food than you? You know, and you get to right. control the ingredients and curate it and make it exactly the way you want. And you and, get to see what you can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can be creative. can be fun, you know. Right. And if it, yeah. if it doesn't work out, you, you know, you, you try something else next time. There's no real, that's the only way you're going to really, you know, experiment and, and learn to love new things is you just have to sometimes be creative and, take a new avenue and see how it works out. <laughs> I made my sister eat Absolutely. a sweet potato chocolate popsicle. She said she wouldn't eat one, so I made it, <laughs> and she ate it, and she never knew the wiser until I told her. She had no idea it had sweet potato in it. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll have to yeah. try that. That's I a mean, good that's... one for me. I mean, it, it is. If, if you're listening to this for the first time and you're you're hearing, you know, Nancy and mm-hmm. Stacy and us talk about this, it, it can be so overwhelming. And, 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 but if you just take the time to start, you, you develop the the knowledge, you develop the skills. I couldn't cook a microwave dinner when I first started, and I cook every night now. And I, I, Stacy's book mm-hmm. is never like I can see it from where I'm sitting right here. Stacy's Clean Comfort Book. And uh, they're right across the way from me. It's such a great resource. And having Nancy come on here and talk to us every every quarter like this and every season, when the season changes, things get hard. You know, the, your weather changes, your body changes, you don't know how to adapt. And all of these resources, you learn a little bit at a time and you start to grasp and comprehend all of it. And if you're intimidated, if you're nervous, my, my uh, advice is take the first step. That's all you got to do is take the first step. And the rest, we figured out along the way, and so you will too. Yeah. yeah. Little changes, just little change. You don't have to don't, – don't give yourself a big list because then you'll that, – that just is a recipe for overwhelm. But just pick a few things to, to work on and focus on, and, then, and that's enough. 
Yeah, you got to uh, start uh, somewhere. Nancy. And I would just say, if not Nancy. now, when? You know, like, right. get started. Right. Don't wait, like, a year from now, <clears throat> you haven't done anything. You're not going to, you know, then you have regrets, like, feeling, go back to your why. Why do you want to feel so good? And just do it. Yes. I can I can come up with a, an excuse right now why I shouldn't do it, and I'll do it next year, and then and then next year I'll have a different excuse, and then after that I'll have a different. You can always find excuses. That's that's a bunch of BS. You gotta yep. just take the first step. And I one of my favorite quotes that DDP said back in the day that really stuck with me is a year ago, a year from now you'll have wish you started today, and I think that's a yeah. profound quote because you'll get to the point where you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that I, I, I didn't do this sooner. And I'm so grateful to have you guys on here to talk to us. And uh, we're going to get kicked out of, off of here in just a minute. But I wanted to say com has all of your links, uh, Facebook, Instagram. <clears throat> I, don't keep, I can't keep up with the social medias anymore. You're basically everywhere <laughs> at Nancy Guberti, yeah. correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's and, great. Uh, and, Obviously, uh, StacyMorris.com and all of her social media as well. It's such an amazing resource. And I'm just so grateful that you guys keep coming on here and chatting with us. It's one of my favorite things we do here, and, and I appreciate it as usual. Thanks for inviting thank us. We, we appreciate it. Yes. Thanks, thank guys. You. Oh, thank you so much. And, and uh, tell Chef Bill I said hello. He's, he's, he's amazing, he too. Uh, he brings the good stuff as well. Um, so, uh Crystal, we usually uh, get out yeah. of here with a quote of the week, and then we'll head out. Crystal, um, you want to fire us off, and we'll head us into next week? Sure. Um, this week's quote is from Pablo Picasso. The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give your gift away. Perfect. Perfect yeah. birthday wow. quote. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Bir- that's a great one. A uh, great artist, and uh, I'm going to do an artist pun to get us out of here, and we're going to go Vincent Ben go. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> so sad, <laughs> even for me. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. For thank you, guys. Safety and Crystal. Happy birthday, Crystal. Happy thank birthday. You. Yeah, we'll Happy see you guys birthday. soon. Thank you so much. Happy uh, birthday. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Have a great rest of the summer, guys. Thank you. We'll see you guys. In the fall. today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This is- Talk Radio.